We are back at it again. It's what day is it? July sixth already. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. It's a Monday morning. We're hopping into the studio for you guys Monday morning. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. The if dedication. If you're wondering why we sound a little different, we're trying a new platform for recording. So let us know how that goes. Yeah, it's it's still not sponsored, but we're we're open to sponsorships so so max what what are we watching next now that tower of god is over okay so um coincidentally right after tower of god ended re-zero season two is coming out actually two days from now and so we thought it'd be best to just go ahead and re-watch all of season one because honestly like at least for me i don't know about you i didn't i remembered almost nothing about this show same same and it's a good one. It's pretty, pretty elite, I would say. It's better than I remember it being, for sure. Much better. When when did you first watch this? I think when it first aired. So, okay. like, three years ago now. Right. It aired in uh, 2016. So, what Four were we? Ago, almost. Like, sophomores? Sophomores, sophomores in college? college? No. Must have been junior year, huh? Or yeah, end of sophomore, beginning of junior, somewhere around there. Dang. Right. Wow. How much we changed. Good times. Definitely did not appreciate like the subtle details of this this anime. But yeah, yeah. What were your initial impressions? I was just I was just co- consistently shocked that I remembered so little like yes here and there would be like oh yeah you know i kind of remember uh how this old man looked like his tattoos and like i kind of remember him speaking out in front of the king whatever but like all in all like nothing really left a huge impression on me especially the part that left a huge impression on me this watch through i had no recollection of that at (laughs) all which is insane and i I feel like that just shows like how your priorities kind of shift in these like years that pass but yeah what did you think yeah same i thought like the animation was super good like Mm. one one of the best of like the modern shows so that was really good and yeah kind of the same like the the plot twist still caught me off guard and or yeah i didn't really remember it so like when felt walked into the throne room i was like oh yeah i forgot about her and that (laughs) happening I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> what would what would you what would you rate it out of ten, this first season? All right, um, let's see. I I wouldn't say it was perfect. I feel like my one complaint was, I mean, it was it's not even a complaint. It's more just like a, like a you know, like I I love how they developed Rem, but I feel mm-hmm. like they also put um, what's her name Amelia on the back burner. Like I was. I was ranking Rem consistently as my top one, and then I keep forgetting about the white-haired half-elf, and I'm just like, dude, wait, wait, wait a second, wait a second. Also, I was like, Subaru, how can you still stay loyal to her? So I give it, I give it like a, a nine and a half. But I mean, yeah. everything else was pretty good. Yeah, solid, solid nine for sure. But yeah, like when, oh, spoiler alert here when Rem was like. I love you, Subaru. And he's like, I love Amelia. <laughs> yeah. That's Savage. exactly what I'm talking about. But yeah, we'll we'll dissect that as, once we get there. But yeah. Yeah, so I, I think we both agree that it's 
pretty, pretty solid. And we're both looking forward to season two. Oh, dude, for sure. I haven't been more ready for a Wednesday. And then the great thing about this is that we get to continue our Wednesday uh, weekly uh, updates just because it it comes out on the same day. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and dive into the, like, we're just going to summarize each arc. And I have like the episode list pulled up here on my laptop. So it has like a five uh, five line summary and I'll just summarize that. And then we'll just like spark our memory and we'll just talk a little bit about each each episode. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Austin says the first arc is the intro uh, where Amelia gets her stolen uh, insignia stolen. Right. So we kind of rewind the clock all the way back to the first time when they first meet. Right. Yeah, even before that, Subaru gets like yanked out of some Japanese convenience store and just ends up in this the middle of this new world. And he's like, "What's what's going on? Am I am I a hero called in to to save the world here?" I mean, kind of. It's it right, kind right. of a case. I I do like though how like you know there there have been so many isekai genre animes and like this one kind of like half pokes fun at it while also exploiting uh you know the actual genre itself so I thought that was right cool. he's like super super self-aware i guess yeah. like he thinks it's a video game or something like that like he kind of treats it like a game and not like uh another isekai where they're like oh it's my world now and time to conquer it or whatever exactly and i just i, I appreciate how he started off basically with nothing like he was like Hey, where's this Excalibur, like hidden in the barn or whatever? <laughs> I forgot which uh, other show that was, but yeah. And then he's like, "All right, what powers do I have?" And he tries to use magic. And he doesn't have anything. <laughs> and he literally has nothing except for his cell phone, just like an old Nokia or whatever, and then two bags of chips and a ramen. <laughs> That's it. Uh, but yeah, so this arc, he first like figures out that. So at first, when he like died, and then like kind of re restarted he thought it was a continuation right like he didn't actually realize that it was him going back in time to before he had even died so i mean i think the viewers kind of knew that he was restarting from every time but it was like we got to see him figure it out too right i almost wish that we didn't know I felt like that would have been more interesting to just be like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. I mean, I'm guessing even if it was your first time, you would still kind of assume that it was a reset instead of a continuation, but maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Not after the second one, at least. Fair, fair. Well, okay. So my, like, I think one of the more interesting thing that happened, you know, like sure he got ganged up on by, you know, the three, hoodlums in the alleyway and then yeah he got every single time he got ganged up on uh but when uh amelia rescued him and then they ended up going around the city uh trying to find her insignia how come mm-hmm. she told him that her name was uh Satila? yeah and that only happened in the first timeline i think like maybe I think it's almost like a test, right? Like Subaru claims to not really know anything about this world. And she's like, well, let's see if that's actually true. And then he didn't even like react when she told him her name was Satella. But mm-hmm. 
anyone else would have been like, whoa, 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 how dare you yeah. say that name out loud? I feel that. I feel like, yeah, like, no, that's a great point, too. And I, I think, like, also in addition, it could also just be like how, uh, you know, how, like, if somebody's self-conscious about something about themselves, the first thing they do is like some, not all the time, but like sometimes they'll just like point it out to the other person and be like, Hey, I, right. I know like whatever, I'm kind of fat. And then hopefully they get that out of the, out of the way so that nobody talks about it again. So it's like, maybe she's yeah. like, cause at like the whole sticking point for the whole show is like, Hey, I look like the witch, the witch. So yeah. I'm just going to get that out there right now. And then let's not talk about it. And then, but yeah, I mean, I think your reasoning makes a lot of sense too. Yeah. She she gets her insignia back and then apparently it glows when Felt is holding it. And then so that's how Reinhardt knew that she was a candidate for the queen. Mm-hmm. But other than that, relatively uneventful arc. Yeah. Just kind of getting us used to the world. Yeah. Um so yeah, the next big arc I think is the mansion arc where Subaru goes in and lives with Amelia, Rem, Ram, Rosewall, Betty, and Puck. I think that's everyone. Mm-hmm. Any any things that stuck out there for you? All right, yeah. So just a brief summary of things that happened, right? He he ends up dying on the fourth day pretty much every single time. He ends up going to the village, mm-hmm. meets all the village people too. And the one time he runs away, somebody else dies, or Rem dies because of... She went to the village. We don't really know why. Right. And so, yeah, I guess like during this whole arc, we just get to, you know, get to meet everybody a little bit more. Like we kind of find out that uh, Betty is, you know, her little shut-in self, but somehow Subaru can find her room every single time. Don't know yeah, why. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's, it's just another one of those Game Master uh, cheat codes or whatever. <laughs> and then yeah. we figure out that Rem and Ram are these two thi- uh, these two twins to this, uh, okay, I, I don't know how many episodes it took me to like finally differentiate which one was which, but like now that, now that um, you know, one of them is so buried in my heart, I will never forget. <laughs> how could you? How could you forget? Oh, man, seriously, seriously. And then wait, was this also the point where they kind of like, uh, where they reveal Rem and Ram's backstory? Yes, yes. I think that was at the very, very end of the arc. So the backstory there was that Ram, which is the pink-haired twin, she was originally the more strong demon. Um, So they're twins. They're both demons. Um, Ram was the stronger one, and then she, or their whole clan, got attacked by the witch's cult, which they'll come back to play a bigger part later in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, her horn ended up getting cut off. And then, yeah, Rem sort of blamed herself. No, when it first happened, she was like, she was kind of happy about it, right? She would like, yeah. oh, it finally fell off. And then she, from there, she sort of blamed herself and has been atoning ever since. Yeah, and I just feel like, I guess both of them were just not really in tune with how the other one felt about the situation. Cause I feel like Ram was just, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like she was just happy about it. But then for Ram, it's like, I don't really think she understood that her sister was almost grateful that, you know, she didn't have to shoulder the expectations of that demon clan or like she didn't have to, you know, I, I mean, I guess it's, 
was that was that all it is was it just like expectations to be great or was it just was it something else well i think rem the blue hair one was the one who was happy about her sister's horn getting cut off because like oh she's finally not better than me like that was her like gut reaction but then after that she felt bad about it um so but yeah yeah, I, i don't think ram the pink haired one really cared she was like just that's kind of how things turned out you know hmm. okay yeah i mean okay interesting i mean i, f- I feel i think that would that may have been one of the moments that i started feeling for ram maybe mm-hmm. not like in a romantic sense but like <laughs> like a wow this character she's not just like you know the the person that hates subaru and likes to follow rules and is good at everything she's kind of like there's a reason for that and i do like right. i I, I feel that whole the jealousy thing because I feel I feel like sometimes like you know like how friends can be friends but it's like at the same time like you see them doing good and you can't help but also be like damn wish wish that was uh wish I could be like that too or like wish I could be doing what they're doing and then you right. have to like catch yourself and be like wait what am I thinking yeah or even with your own siblings too like if you have a older or younger sibling and you of course want them to succeed but then, yeah, you want to succeed yourself, too. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was a really good arc, and we got to learn more about other characters rather than just Subaru. Um, yeah, I thought the pacing was a little weird, that arc. Like, they kept saying it was on the fourth day that he would die, but everything seemed like it was happening in one day. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I just... I was getting confused. No, I don't know. I, I, Drop I, a comment if you were also getting confused in that arc. I just say I was. I was also confused. <laughs> let us let us know that you watched. <laughs> but yeah. So um, anyway, so like I think during multiple times, because Subaru, like even though he himself knows that he's innocent, like he, like obviously everybody else in the mansion is like well, this random dude just kind of like ingratiated himself with the princess who was, you know all kind so we are kind of suspicious that he may be one of the other factions and so for the first few times i think everybody's really suspicious about him because he doesn't really do much to prove that he's on their side and so i think one of the one of the repeats rem ends up hunting him down with the with the chains right and then yeah ram no Rosewall asked Ram if she thought Subaru was a spy at one point too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that just goes to show that how distrusting they were. Um, but yeah, eventually Subaru goes and saves, like pushes Ram out of the way from the wild dogs and then saves her and then she goes on a demon rampage and then he saves her again and then she you know, falls for him after that. Yeah. I feel like, like, I'm not sure if demons were necessarily discriminated against in this show. So I feel like, yes, you know, the witch cult went after right. them, but I'm not sure if, like, humans would hate them, too. But I guess it's implied that they do, because Rem was kind of, like, hesitant. Or, like, she, when Subaru said the whole line about, like, how I'm fanatical like a demon, like, Rem kind of just, like, looked at him and was like, what are you trying to say? But then he didn't mean anything by it. And then when he right. re, like when he accepted her for it and saved her in demon form, I think yeah, like that that probably meant a lot. 
Yeah, I agree. I don't know if humans like hate demons in general in the show, but I think, yeah, Rem just feels weird about being a demon because she's like, is she the last demon left? I don't know if there were other clans besides her own. I don't know if they ever really said. Um, I mean, there's got to be. There's no way they were the only ones, but I mean, who knows? Yeah. So, yeah, she just feels some type of way about being a demon herself and her sister no longer being a demon. Yeah. Kind of. Right, right. But yeah, I mean, so like after that, like there were a bunch of other exciting parts where, you know, the lots of fight scenes and uh, them figuring out it was the puppy and like saving the kids and whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, not, like, yeah, it was it was good anime. Like definitely enjoyed watching it. Oh, after that, one of the most painful parts of the series. Oh, oh, oh so we're on the so we're on the third arc now, right? Yeah, yeah. So after oh. Subaru saves everyone in the mansion, everyone lives, Rem's happy now. We we finally get to the the start of the priestess election. So the five candidates are oh gosh, you're gonna have to help me out here. Amelia. So main main character, Felt, who we saw in the first arc. Krush, who's like, she's kind of a war leader type of person. She, mm-hmm. like, military type of person. Um, Anastasia. The last? Anastasia, she's like the purple hair businesswoman. Yeah. Um, and Priscilla. What's the... Priscilla, she's like the Sundere type. Sundere <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> type. Um, or Satanist, whatever. Whatever floats your boat, you know. No right. judgment. Yeah, um, that episode had a lot of things happening. Like, So they go back to the place where they buy the apples, and he's like, hey, I've changed. I now have money, and I'm a customer. I'm awesome. Got that cash. <laughs> and then he ends up meeting uh, Julius, or Julius. Julius, uh, I forget his last name. Who kisses Amelia on the hand? I was triggered at that point too. Yeah, we're throwing hands at that. <laughs> but yeah, so then we get introduced to Priscilla too in the alleyway, and um, yeah, and then they go into the throne room. Felt is introduced, and then comes the moment. Oh God! So a little more backstory: like Amelia only wanted Subaru to go to the city to get his like gate healed which is like your source of magic or something like that within your body right um she explicitly told him do not come to this event this election event and of course stupid ass subaru is like oh amelia needs me there so i have to go in and she sneaks in with priscilla pretends to be her apple servant or something stupid like that um and amelia and rosal are like what are you doing here get out and then of course this dude makes a fool of himself so one of the like council members which is a bunch of just old dudes um they you know kind of like everyone else compare her to the witch be like you're not fit to run this country because you're maybe you're the witch herself and we don't know um so yeah, Subaru loses his cool. Oh, I mean, yeah, to say the least. And I definitely feel like, like the moment he was like, uh, the moment Amelia left that building to like go to the throne room, and then Subaru instantly gets up and says, "Hey, all right, I'm going. She needs me. 
I, I must be where Amelia is. And then Rem is like, all right, I'm just going to go do some dishes and not look at you. So I won't <laughs> be able to see what you're doing. Because she's in love with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, and then Priscilla, there's no doubt that she brought him there just like, like she knew that nothing good was going to come out of this dude. Like, he has no power. For sure. No sword play. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, that whole scene, I was just like, I felt, I felt embarrassed for him the whole yeah, time. Yeah, the secondhand embarrassment was so strong in that scene. Like, so Subaru kind of mocks the knights, and then Julius was like, How dare you disrespect us like that? And then, um, they they walk out or Subaru gets kicked out. Julius comes and talks to him a little bit more outside and he's like, let's take this outside. And then they go to the the dueling rink or area. And I think that was even more painful than like the first scene, the outburst in the throne room. <laughs> oh man. I, I thought he would at least like you know get a hit, but no, it was just it was so one sided. And then they end they end oh. that fight with that one scene of him just like kind of doing like that leaping into the air with like the, and then it shows his silhouette, and I was like, oh, yeah. this guy is not even alive right. anymore. Like I kind of thought he would be reset after that fight because Julius killed him, but <laughs> no, it was even worse. Yeah, he he put. Um, Subaru basically on the brink of death it seemed like and then yeah the whole fight Subaru was just didn't stand a chance and he even tried to do a cheap trick at the end with the oh yeah shaman is that is that the spell shamak with the shamak and then the the black cloud of smoke poofs up and Julius is like you're too weak and then smacks god it's terrible it's terrible but right, and then I think was it, I don't know if it was before. Oh no, it was after that. After that, Subaru whimpers back into Amelia's room. Bro, it and gets then even worse. Yeah. <laughs> to to quote this uh, wiki, Amelia asks about his reasons on going so far to help her, but Subaru is unable to tell her about his ability and what happened. Mm-hmm. Which I felt for that too. I was like, damn, yeah, must be frustrating. And then Amelia right. accuses Subaru of trying to help him under the guise or trying to help himself under the guise of helping her. Yeah. Right. And then the wiki says, uh, because she believes herself to be unworthy of happiness. Yeah. Amelia doesn't think she should, she deserves this help. Subaru wants to help her, but for his own selfish reasons too. So it's like the two aren't seeing eye to eye there. Yeah. Cause yeah, I mean like, is Subaru being helpful because she's just hot? Like, would Subaru have helped that tiny little girl? I, I don't remember who it was that initiated the help. Wasn't it Amelia? Remember, like, back, in the, back in the first, when they were trying to find the insignia, like, she stops to help that little girl find the parents? Yeah. Was that yeah, Amelia? That was yeah, that, so yeah. that wasn't Subaru. Like, Subaru, is, is, is he just being nice because he wants to gain Amelia's favor? Or because, yeah. you know... But yeah, so then that ends up, uh, Subaru ends up losing his sanity and verbally attacks Amelia with his experiences in the other timelines. Like she said, he says, uh, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I've done more things that you'll ever know and you owe me far more than he ever owes her anything. And then oh. Amelia is like, yes, I do. And go. 
you don't you don't need to sacrifice yourself for me. Yeah. That was so cringe. Yeah. And so then cringe. She, and then she gives him like a little bunny ear uh cloak. Uh, <laughs> Which will come into play later. Right. And um, thus oh that that's not even it. It, it gets, gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. So then after that I forget how he Oh, because he keeps on living, and then he eventually finds out that the witch's cult attacks the Rosewall mansion in the nearby village. Um, so Subaru goes and tries to help them. Of course, he gets murked and dies a couple times along the way. So he well, wants to, you know, prevent that if at all possible. So he basically goes to the other um, priestess potential candidates and asks them for help, but he ends up getting either roasted by Priscilla, um, kind of backstabbed by the purple hair one. I forget her name again. Um, oh, uh, Anastasia. Anastasia, yeah, because she just uses him to get info, and then he kind of just, Crucia's um, like, no, you're weak, get out of here. And then so kind of oh oh for three there felt nowhere to be seen um but yeah i think that was kind of the true low point when he is unable to get any help from any of the priestesses and he basically just thinks his only option is to give up yeah honestly those were some of my favorite episodes like i throughout the whole beginning part i was just like subaru how are you so confident in yourself like you have no skills but just time and time again, he'd be like, just, hey, I'm going in, even though I can't fight, I can't argue, uh, I have no powers, I'm just going to go in and I'm going to save you. And then I think like these right. these next episodes, he finally realizes that he can't do anything. Up until the point that like every single death is so painful, and it just leaves him so powerless that uh, one episode, he finally just completely shuts down and then pretends to go insane. Which I thought was, honestly, like, that was a great, that was a great, uh, twist by whoever made the anime like i i felt like it would it would have been such an easy out for them to just be like hey subaru why don't you go ahead and uh, train with wilhelm banastrea and kill yourself afterward and then take that training and then train again and then kill yourself and then train again training and then, arc. yeah and then kill yourself a thousand times until you become the next sword master and then go kill the white whale but no they play it based on his will like i don't even think he had the will to go and get better with uh, when he was training with that dude he's just like hey come on let's um if you beat me up enough uh maybe i'll trick myself into thinking that i've been working hard enough to like uh, be worthy right. of doing this and it just like it was going nowhere like he was putting no thought into his training at all but and then that that just all leads to him feeling his lowest low and then the to the whole scene with um Rem crawling to him with the, all of her limbs twisted off after Betelgeuse oh, ripped him off. And Don't then being, talk about it. She was like, hey, survive. Use her last magic to... I thought she was going to use her magic to heal herself. No, she uses it to free him. And then he carries her body to the mansion where we see Puck in his big form and then he freezes in a blizzard and then the head gets cut off by the frostbite and then the music plays the credits roll <laughs> and like blood red that was so cool that yeah oh that so good it was so good but yeah yeah that has to be one of the most memorable parts of the whole season for sure 
For sure. Um, yeah, eventually Subaru gives up. Rem gives him a pep talk. That whole episode, I think it was 17. It's just Rem and Subaru talking. Um, yeah, Rem is like, well, we'll start from zero and start here and all that, all that good stuff. And yeah, Rem is like, I love you, Subaru. And Subaru's like, I love Amelia. Let's go save her. Unbelievable. (laughs) But like, it's, it's like, it's, it's like, and I half expected Rem to be more, you know, rebellious about it, but like she was surprisingly calm. And I feel like that was just because uh, she, you know, like at the end of the day, she's, you know, not like Amelia's equal. Like she works at her house and like she owes a debt of right. gratitude to Roswald or whoever took her. Uh, yeah, Roswald who took her in. So like she respects, you know, Amelia's position of support, superiority, despite, you know, Subaru, or despite liking Subaru so much and Subaru asking him to run away with her. But yeah, I agree. That, that episode was also really good. I almost, I think I almost teared up. Yeah. Was, it was yeah, S tier episode. Yeah. No, and that's the thing. Like I was ex- like, because those episodes were so good, I was like, oh dude, there must be so much more to come because we're only on episode 17, 18 when this is happening. But that ended up being yeah. the climax. Yeah. Yeah. I think the final arc was pretty straightforward. Like Subaru right. finally figures out the politics of things. He's able to get everyone's help to fight the white whale. So basically he Subaru is offering mining rights and information about where the whale will show up in exchange for um, Krush's help. Um, so yeah, I, th- I thought it was pretty straightforward. Like he didn't die at all in this last arc of the white whale and the witch's cult. Actually, he did die once. Um, but yeah, so I don't know if we need to spend too much time here. But yeah, he, they go and fight the white whale, defeat it. I thought the animation was super cool there. Agreed. I thought I, like just one more thing, but like going back to the <clears throat> the third arc, like when they were still in the city and like getting ready to go out mm-hmm. to hunt, I really liked how they they showed the negotiations and like uh remember yeah. how subaru like we, they didn't show him planning but they showed the fruits of his planning with like the two uh, waiting in the room outside like anastasia and um what's his name russell russell crow <laughs> russell fellow <laughs> russell fellow russell fellow yeah and then he's like it just shows how much he learned he's like hey i have this unique power that you know even though i can't tell people about it i can tell people about things that i learned and then use that information as opposed to him, like just that one particular example, like him negotiating against Krush the first time, he's like, hey, I have nothing to offer except um, if you don't help me, Amelia is going to die. And also, <laughs> she's your rival. So, and she's oh, like, yeah. what, what, what's in it for me? Get out of <laughs> here. Yeah, I liked how when they were finalizing that negotiation, it shows like Subaru standing up to shake her hand. And then it cut to the first time they talked when he was on his knees, head on the ground, kind of begging for her help. And yeah, agreed. It just goes to show how far he's come. Yeah. So that was that was a good scene. But yeah, I agree. Like animations for the white whale battle, beautiful. Uh... Yeah, it was very very final boss like where you knock down their their hit points a little bit, then they change tactics. <laughs> knock them down a little bit again, then they duplicate this time. Um, but yeah, overall good. And then 
once they defeat them, then they have to keep fighting and go fight the witch's cult. Yeah, and that pretty that ends pretty anticlimactically with him just doing his power, and then the witch clutching him, and then turns out Betelgeuse can't handle it at all, and then he just gets out. So, good stuff. Yeah, maybe we'll find out more about the witch's cult next season, but it's like, how did the personality sort of change between people? Um, maybe there's some sort of magic there. I think they started talking about it, that like only the witch's cult can do it, but yeah, maybe we'll find out a bit more next season. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, like his, I, I feel like even though the whole battle was straightforward and pretty one-sided by the end of things, like because he had all the help of, you know, all of those people... Uh, yeah it's just like we still yeah like it's still the question still remains like what connection does subaru have to the witch because every single time that he gets he invokes that power it feels like her shadow is getting closer and closer and closer yeah like at first it like was just the hand grabbing the heart and then and then it shows her mouth and then it shows like her whole Mm -hmm. silhouette yeah so definitely good point there yeah so we'll see uh, oh, and then one thing, quick plug. So if you guys have ever uh, seen a Vineyard Vines shirt, well, just know that now in our merch store, we have a white whale shirt. Pretty similar uh, design, though different, thus not copyright infringing. So yeah, if you uh, want to pick it out. Yeah, exactly. Link is down below. All right. Yeah, so then... Yeah, I think that wraps up season one. He Subaru ends by confessing his love to Amelia. Oh, she doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't really respond yet, but it's it's kind of implied that she's she's getting there. That was nice. I just feel like Subaru's had so much interaction with her, but like because he's died so many times, like Amelia in the main like lifeline has probably only talked to Subaru like a few times at most. Yeah, she's known this dude for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Subaru feels like uh, I don't know how many how many years. A year, like, yeah. I like I I like Amelia. Sure, you know, like she's she's cool. But any outstanding questions? What what we're looking forward to learning more about in season two? Let's see. Yeah, I guess uh, I ended up adding one at the end, but. Yeah, just like once again, like what's going to happen with Subaru and the witch? Like, we don't really know. But clearly she's encroaching more and more. And with him eliminating, you know, one of the archbishops, like at the end of this show, uh, the, I think the witch arc is, uh, the witch cult is definitely going to be more of a presence in season two, even more so than they were in season one. Right. Like, yeah, we, we still don't really know why. Subaru himself was even brought to this world in the first place like why him um so yeah that's a good point and like are we gonna see the other archbishops of sin because you know there's seven deadly sins Mm -hmm. to recap for those out there lust gluttony greed sloth who we saw wrath envy and pride pride is unoccupied apparently because he was asking Subaru if he's pride yeah, are we going to see those other archbishops? Maybe. Right. And is Subaru um, going to be pride? Because they definitely hinted at that multiple, multiple times. Yeah. So those are kind of the biggest questions, I think. Um, yeah, what's going on with the witch? 
Yeah, because I mean, dude, returning from death—that's such a—that's such an OP power. Like, yeah, sure, it's like it's considered gamey, you know, and like obviously they take it from you know regular games that we play, where if you die, you just come back at the save point. But like in this case, there's an association with the witch, so like it can't be that Subaru is going to be unbiased, like towards the end. Right. Yeah, and he said like many times that he does not enjoy dying and is like trying to avoid dying if at all possible yeah i think like something that's easy for us as viewers to just like forget about it's like every single time that he dies like he feels you know the pain of the death so it's it's just like like damn it's not just like some instant cheat code that we can just use it's like every single time he has to go in with the will to be like hey i'm going to go through that pain all over again and so I just felt like him losing his mind in that one episode was just very, it was such a real thing to happen. And like, I appreciate the creator of the anime for doing something like that. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So I think we can jump to any predictions for season two. Do you have any, any? Right. Yeah. So I ended up watching the trailer cause I was excited, but definitely, uh, the witch makes an appearance and she's gonna be there and like we all know that uh, i think it was revealed at the end that the witch wanted amelia to be like a, her vessel or something and to see if yeah. she was worthy so yeah definitely power struggle there subaru better uh hold out i hope rem you know ends up overtaking her but you know that's not the point yeah yeah i think and remember at the beginning when rosewall was saying like his true intention for backing amelia and this was to eventually defeat the dragon mm-hmm. so i'm wondering how like the dragon also ties into the witch and maybe we'll, we'll hopefully get to see some some action there between rosewall and the dragon and then yeah at the same time subaru versus the witch so it's kind of rosewall's mansion versus everyone agreed yeah i mean rosewall is so powerful he just happens to not be there at all the right moments <laughs> All right. This dude's never there when you need him. <laughs> okay, but for the sake of time, I have um, I'm starting third year uh, in approximately five minutes. So let's go ahead and I'll start us nice. off with the top three and then worst one. Um, okay, I'm gonna put top, my top one as Rem. I thought she's honestly the most waifu. Her chest is bigger than Rams. Her caring for Subaru, the lengths that she was willing to go for him, that little monologue that she had, the way she can fight and cook and whatever, whatever, whatever. And dude, the, you got to protect that smile. Okay, number two, I'm going with Subaru. I love how he broke down and I love how he eventually picked himself back up. I do think he picked himself back up a little too quickly, but honestly, like if Rem said all that stuff to me, yeah, I think I'd change my life too. Uh, number three, I think I'd go with Wilhelm. Loved his backstory. Mm. Great guy, super powerful, and very loyal. Awesome guy. Um, worst character, I'm going to go with... Uh, yeah, honestly, like I know as you put it here as a note, is there even a worst character? I agree. I guess I'm going to have to go with... Yeah, honestly, I mean, they're, they're all pretty good. I mean, I, let's go with Betelgeuse. I hate that guy. I hate what he did to Rem in that case. <laughs> That's cave. why he's so good, though. You're, you're right. They're, they're all good. All right. What about you, Ben? Oh, first two, have to agree. Rem, same reasons. 
just overall a great character. Um, two, Subaru, again, pretty similar. I think I like him so much because he's like not your standard main character. Like he's not, he's literally bad at everything. And like he eventually acknowledges that and then he actually grows from it. So I think that was pretty cool. Um, so that's why I like him as a main character, just because he's not perfect. Um, number three, I'll go Krush. I'll I'll say it right here on the podcast. I think she is currently the best candidate for leading the country. Um, I, I mean, she's very pragmatic. She's a good fighter, too. Um, and I think she does have the country's best interest in mind. Um, so for that reason, I... She has my backing. Yeah, very good point. <laughs> worst, worst one. I'll go with Priscilla. I don't know. She just kind of sucks. <laughs> she she acts nice at first. Actually, she didn't even act nice at first, but she acted relatively neutral, um, and then I don't know, roasted Subaru, and she didn't even make a appearance in the second half of the se- season. Um, yeah, so True. she just kind of sucks. I feel that. I mean, hey, all solid yeah. choices. But uh, with that, is that the end of this episode? Because I got to go to my meeting, and I think we got to go to work. Yeah, yeah, I think think we're good to go. But yeah, season two starts in two days. Super excited. Let us know in the comments what else you want to hear, what you're looking forward to seeing in season two. Um, yeah, well... Catch you all for the next one. Sounds good. Hit us with the sign-off. All right. um, Okay. All right. We'll see you next Wednesday. Um, I ain't doing the other one. I'm officially third year. Too inappropriate. All right. (laughs) That's a good one. I like it. All right. Peace. Peace.